This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Each week we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer and today on Squiz the World we're visiting a country famous for eclairs, baguette and garlicky frog's legs. You probably don't need another clue, do you? We're heading to France. This European country gets 89 million tourists per year. That's more than its entire population of 67 million and more visitors than any other country in the world. Let's find out why. Strap yourselves in to the Squiz Kids Superfast Supersonic Jetliner as we take off and take a Squiz at France. Just the facts. France is the biggest country in the European Union and the third biggest in all of Europe after Russia and Ukraine. It's known in French as l'hexagon, which means the hexagon. Hexa, as all you Greek speakers would know, means six. And if you look at a map of France, you'll see that it does look quite a lot like a shape with six equal sides. I mean, don't look too closely and don't include the island of Corsica or some of the French territories scattered around the world. Now, maybe some of you have been to France or seen pictures or video from there. Give a silent little wave with your fingers if you've ever seen the Eiffel Tower, the tallest structure in the capital, Paris, at 81 storeys high. It's the most visited monument in the world that you have to pay to see and one of the most recognised structures in the world. Or how about the most visited art museum in the world, the Louvre, which is home to the famous Leonardo da Vinci portrait of Mona Lisa. More than 10 million people walked through the Louvre's doors in 2019, a record that some people think Beyonce and Jay-Z helped to set because a video they filmed there inspired more people to visit. I've popped a link in your episode notes. It does a beautiful job of highlighting the paintings and the building, but be warned there is some fruity language. Other top tourist destinations in France include the Palace of Versailles, Notre Dame Cathedral, which was burned in a devastating fire in 2019 and is now being rebuilt, the countryside of Provence, the ski fields of Chamonix, the rugged coast of Brittany, The glitzy beaches of Biarritz. France has something for everyone and there's no way you could see it all in just one trip. Whenever you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's learn the lingo. In France, the official language is French, and the French are very protective and proud of their language. The Académie Française is an organisation which is actually in charge of the French language. It adds official words to French, updates the meaning of existing ones, and because there's so much English in the world nowadays, the Academy spends a lot of time trying to prevent English words filtering into French by choosing or inventing French equivalents. 
When I visited France, people wouldn't talk to me unless I at least tried to speak French. So we've got Squiz Kid Alice here. She's 10 and she's going to help us. Alice was born in France and moved to Canberra when she was eight. Alice, how do you say hello in French? Bonjour. Go on, you give it a try. It literally means good, that's bon, and day, that's jour, bonjour. People are always really grateful when you just try to speak their language. They may even thank you for it. Hey Alice, how do we say thank you? Merci beaucoup. And merci beaucoup to you too, Alice. Now that we can communicate a little bit, it's time for school. Believe it or not, kids in France must start school when they are just three years old. They start in what's called an école maternelle, which is sort of a preschool, which introduces them to learning in groups and sharing and taking turns. So it's a lot like preschool here. It's just compulsory. At the age of six, kids then move to an école élémentaire, which is similar to primary school here. They focus on reading, writing, math, science and so on. In one week at school, kids receive 24 hours of teaching, which is a little less than Australia, and they often have part or all of Wednesday off school. That gives the teachers time to plan and prepare, and of course, the kids' time to do other stuff. Woohoo! But possibly the best thing about school in France is school lunch. Up until students are about 12, French schools are called restaurant schools. They have cooks on site as well as servers who will even cut up kids' food if they need it. Local ingredients are used wherever possible and menus are reviewed by a dietitian. Now, here in Australia, you'll often see kids' menus at restaurants and they serve chicken nuggets or plain pizza or hamburgers without lettuce and tomato. There is no such thing in France, which is famous for its fancy and delicious food. Parents there don't believe there should be a difference between kids and adult food. So believe it or not, school lunch is, wait for it, three courses. You start with a vegetable salad. Then you have a protein and another vegetable. Then there's bread and cheese on the side. And yes, there's also dessert. Sometimes it's just fruit, but it can also be a tart tartin, which is an apple tart or some other fabulous pastry. I've popped a link to a month's worth of school lunch menus in your episode notes to take a look. It's in French. You might need to use a bit of Google Translate, but it is pretty mouthwatering. Lunch is the biggest meal of a kid's day and school kids are encouraged to take their time eating it. They sit at the table for a full half an hour and they're encouraged to socialise as they munch. And the cost of those meals to parents varies depending on how much families can afford, but the most you'll pay is about $5 for three courses. Wow. One of the best things about visiting another country is immersing yourself, that means surrounding yourself, in a different culture. So... Let's get cultural. France is known for its poets, its novelists, its philosophers, its art. But as we've learned already, French cuisine, that means food, is one of the most important parts of this country's culture. In fact, French cuisine has United Nations World Heritage status, which basically means that it's been judged to have outstanding value to humanity. Wow. Then again, every day in France, two new cookbooks are published. So they are très sérieux about their food. 
That means very serious, I think. Food is so important in France that since 2016, it's actually illegal to throw away food. Supermarkets face a massive fine, more than $100,000 and even jail time, if they throw away or destroy unsold food that is still good. Instead, they have to donate it to food banks and charities. You've probably already heard about a lot of famous French dishes. The average French citizen eats 500 snails a year, usually served as an entree with garlic butter. There are more than 400 different kinds of cheese made in France, many of them stinky. But did you know that turning a baguette upside down, a baguette being that long skinny loaf of crusty white bread, is considered unlucky? This superstition in France is said to date back to when people were still being executed for committing terrible crimes. Executed means put to death. Well, legend has it that on the day the executioner had to go to work, he wouldn't have time to pop by the bakery before doing his grisly job. So the baker would reserve the executioner a loaf by turning the baguette upside down. And everyone who saw that upside down loaf knew what was going to happen that day. Today, people are no longer put to death in France, but turning a baguette upside down is still considered very unlucky. Okay, enough talking about food. I'm starving. It is definitely dinner time. There are so many French recipes to try, but all that talk about baguette means I need to get some in my gob. So I've popped a fantastic old-fashioned French onion soup recipe in your episode notes. You top it with cheesy baguette slices and you have some baguette on the side for good luck, I reckon. If you've got extra time on your hands, I've also included a recipe for homemade baguette. The smell of bread baking in your oven... Très, 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 très bon. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which American celebrities are said to have boosted the number of tourists visiting the Louvre Art Museum? Yep, that's right. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Question number two. How old are French kids when they start school? Under trois, that's right. Three years old. And question number three. How many snails does the average French citizen eat in one year? That is correct. 500 snails. I can't even imagine it. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to France. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.